What's going on, everybody? This is the J and J podcast here, uh, coming to you live. Um, almost close to April, but I'm here with JC. How you doing, my guy? Good, bro. Good. More crazy fucking NFL news, bro. We're just trying to break all this shit down while it happens. Shit's crazy. Yeah, I mean, this one isn't a big of a surprise, man. I mean, you called it in the previous episodes. Um, yeah, but I didn't want him to go to Miami. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I guess that's the only surprise element, uh, obviously, with your division. But, I mean, it was, but it was, realistically, realistically, where did you think he was going to go? I honestly, I thought he was going to go, like, to the NFC, maybe Green Bay or something. I mean, but I didn't I didn't expect Miami out of – Miami of the Jets to be the favorites. Yeah, I mean, and just to kind of recap, you know, in case people are, didn't hear, I mean, they should have. But, I, I mean, so in case – I mean, Tyreek Hill got traded to Miami today. Uh, one of the elite receivers in the league. Uh, but going back to your point, I mean, Green Bay, yes. I mean, obviously, it would have been a dream come true to be there. It would have made a lot of sense for both sides. But I, I, I truly thought the Jets, man. I thought the Jets were going to be the, the team. They have the cap space. They, you know, um, yeah. <clears throat> kind of, I don't know. I just I just thought it was it was better there. They, they have the cap to give him the money he wanted. And it's New York. I think Tyreek Hill loves the spotlight. And, could have made noise with Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson knows how to throw the deep ball grip. So that's where I thought, mm-hmm. but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, basically uh, Jalen Waddle 2.0 with with Tyreek, basically. I mean, this is crazy that they have all that speed now. And I was it telling you. Um, it could be a bad thing. It, could, it really could. I mean. As far as what? I just think at the end of the day, like speed, speed helps and speed is a big factor. But you also need a big body receiver who you can rely on. Man, like a, like a, a one-on-one, you know, fade route or, you know, a quick slam or something. I don't know, yeah, just like look, a reliable species like that. Look, look who your quarterback is, though. He's not doing that. Not like he used to. I mean, I mean, look, the, they have Gusecki. That's why they kept him. Parker, he's going to get moved or get released. And, you know, they're just going to have rack on rack on rack with Tyreek and Jalen going across the middle or taking those screens. And then, you know, Tua can hit Gusecki and Preston Williams every now and then on the deep ball. But, yeah, I know what you mean. But, uh, I mean, this was tailor-made for uh, Tua and McDaniel. McDaniel having that guy like Debo last year, I mean, he's going to use Tyreek and Waddle the exact same way. So, I can see why they did it. It could be – I don't know. Ty- Tyreek, he, he's kind of injury-prone to me. Like, he doesn't miss yes. games, but – but you see, uh, every every now and then, he's always limping. Like, every other play he gets tackled, he's limping. I'm like, damn, already? Like, so that's my only concern with Tyreek. You know, he's the number one guy there, and that's kind of scary. And, uh, you know, the number one guy in KC is obviously Kelsey. So, you know, Tyreek fed off of that. But now it's like, yeesh, we'll see what happens in Miami. It's crazy that they gave up five picks. You think it's he's a wide receiver one in fantasy because I I haven't had this debate yet but I know I will at the office I just think um, I don't think he is just because of the reason you said he's injury prone and I know he doesn't miss games but um, he just he's always he is hurt all the time and I feel like sometimes he's not out there on the field enough because of the the lingering you know injury that he has that you know obviously he's not gonna kick him out for a few games but it'll it'll cost him some plays on the field so. Well, fantasy is different. I'm just talking about on depth chart wise. Yeah, he's the number one in Miami. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's that's a fact. I mean, no no doubt. But I'm just kind of shifting to that. But fantasy, I mean, it just depends. Two two is going to be his biggest um, 
weakness. You know, it's it's not anything close to what Mahomes can do with the ball. So, you know, Tyreek will have to adjust to that. But, yeah, I mean, they traded their first, so I had to adjust my mock. That's what we're doing today. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mock draft finally. And, yeah, this fucking – bro, I've had to change this shit literally like 40 to 50 times, like no joke. Just because I always second-guess my picks. And then I always read reports with – you know, players going on the rise and falling and all that and all these trades, man. It's fucking nuts, but let's get into it. Yes, sir. Are you, is there anything else you had to touch on the Tyreek Hill? Uh, nah, I mean, at the end of the day, I know you didn't like it because you went there, but it was either them <laughs> or the Jets. So it was pretty pretty much pick your poison on which uh, which uh, which divisional team you wanted him to go to. So Yeah, that's true. So. But – um. Can you believe, like, real quick, that Hopkins only went for a second and a running back? I mean, that's that's laughable. Looking at all these trades for, like, Devontae and Tyreek and all these guys, like, man, Hopkins was a steal. But, yeah, I uh, mean, moving on. Oh, go ahead. It's just, like, it's a rage It's a rage <clears throat> quit. I mean, Bill O'Brien did rage quitting in Houston, and he just gave up anything for anything. So, <laughs> It's shocking, but it's yeah, shocking. I saw that tweet earlier. I forgot to move, but yeah, I saw that shit earlier too. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get to this mock. Finally, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, ten picks by ten picks. I'm gonna go one through ten right now, and uh, I'll let you. You know, once I'm done, I'll let you go ahead and ask me anything, or you know, I don't know, whatever. Some big takeaways, but number one, Jacksonville. This one's flip flopped a bit, but I'm gonna have them taking. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> it was remember like beginning of the year it was like him or Kayvon Thibodeau and you know all that stuff with I don't know if, if you've seen that shit with Kayvon that they don't think he's working uh, he, he doesn't work as hard as they would like him to and all that and <clears throat> before the before free agency I would have said Evan Neal would have been here but um, the way the Jaguars went about their offensive line and free agency kind of made me switch it and just take the best player available. And that's Aiden Hutchinson this year. Uh, Lions, this might surprise you. Maybe not, but I have them taking Malik Willis. Um, his pro day. I mean, it just blew everybody out of the water as far as QB pro days go this year. And I, I saw a report saying like a scout saying, Oh, you know, he made some big time money and, you know, I know Detroit, they have Goff, but I know they know he's not the answer. I don't know if they want to wait another year yeah. to, you know, get into Bryce Young or, you know, uh, Stroud. They have they have some guys that they're picking, you know, picking number two. So I think they'll go Willis and then address other needs at the bottom of the draft. Um, so I don't know if, you, if you're surprised by that, but we'll talk mm-hmm. about that in a minute. Yeah, Texans yeah. have them going Evan Neal, top line lineman in the – in the draft class, uh, like I said, he would have went one, but with all the stuff the Jaguars did, he's going three now. Jets, I have them going uh, pass rusher Jermaine Johnson, the second. He really rised on my board. I remember he was like a top 20 pick before, you know, the pro, the combine and all that stuff and the senior bowl. So now he really climbed up. He's a top five pick now. At number five, the Giants have them taking tackle Iki Ikwanu again. They want to help out Daniel Jones. They want to build all, you know, see what he got. I get it. But they're really building their team for the future, and they really need another tackle. They got Andrew Thomas a few years ago. They're going to solidify their O-line with a Kwanmu. And number six, I have the Panthers taking Kenny Pickett. 
QB out of Pittsburgh. Um, obviously, they, they struck out on Deshaun Watson. They're not going to get Baker Mayfield. Again, this is another team that I don't think they want to wait. They want to probably just get their future guy right now. They really like these guys. And I don't see them going anywhere else besides QB or tackle. And I think they can wait for a tackle. So um, that's where I have them. I'm going to have the Giants getting uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, I just said, out of Oregon, pass rusher. Uh, you know, he kind of fell, but I still think he's a top 10 player. And if he didn't go here, I think he would have went to you guys uh, at eight. And with you guys picking at eight now, ah, this is like I told you, man, this is the fucking biggest question mark in that top 10 for me. But ultimately, just looking at how your offseason went and looking at your needs, I, I went, I have them taking Garrett Wilson, receiver out of OSU. Uh, it just makes too much sense. Like, you guys really don't have receivers. You lost Gage, obviously, really suspended for the year. Uh, Unless you're going to play Patterson at receiver again, there's not really much options. Zacchaeus, I, I, don't, I honestly don't know who your receivers are right now. Obviously, Pitts is there, but I, I just have him taking Wilson. I think he's the number one receiver in this class. So I have him at eight. Seattle, I have Sauce Gardner. You know I love my corners. I want him to go to Atlanta, but see Hayward, I think, corners off the table. And... Seattle needs a bunch of stuff. I don't know if they're going to address QB this early, but, you know, they, they don't have any corners, so I'm going to have them getting sauce. And then at number 10, the Jets picking again. I have Drake London, wide receiver two for me out of USC. Big body receiver for Zach Wilson. Like you just said, he could throw a long ball, deep contested balls. This is what they need. They have uh, Elijah Moore, they have Corey Davis. I think they need a bona fide number one that can go get that ball, and I think Drake Lennon will do that for them. So that's my top ten. What do you think so far? Uh, I, I do like I, I do like the top pick, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, you know, bona fide yeah. number one pick, uh, no doubt. I think the Jaguars will be foolish not to go him, especially like you mentioned with with the O line situation that they've addressed um, through free agency, kind of. I guess franchise tagging. Um, Cam Robinson, they signed yeah. Sheriff. So. Yeah, I mean, and number two, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, just based off of his pro day yesterday, I, I could kind of hear some chatter about it as well. Um, mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, I'm not too surprised. Malik Willis has been a stud um, in these, in these like, practice, uh, you know, training stuff to kind of improve scouts. So, he's doing his thing. He's doing his best to improve these guys kind of a Zach Wilson type thing where I mean Zach Wilson yeah. was kind of a raw prospect last year and then he kind of um exploded during you know the offseason and it kind of got scouts um to pick mm-hmm. him so not surprised um I will say uh there was one here that I kind of missed Johnson Jermaine Johnson right is that his name that you were talking about yeah that one was a little I know look hey listen I I agree he's he's rising on the board um, but I, I, man, you got him really high. You got him like. Top you should 10. see where, uh, yeah, you should see like his senior bowl. He shot up a lot of boards. And personally, I want a pass rusher that can get to the quarterback. And, you know, I would have Trayvon Walker higher from Georgia, right. but he, he'll, he's coming up in a bit. But uh, I want to, he doesn't really get to the quarterback as much. He's more of like, you know, he sets the edge and he fucks plays up. But, the Jets, knowing uh, Salah and the way he likes that defense, he already has Carl Lawson. He's going to be coming back of injury this year. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be Johnson or Thibodeau right there. I just think he's going to get an edge guy or 
I could even see Sauce Gardner going there. He he needs corners as well, the way he runs his Seattle defense. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just me personally that I had him there. I know he's pretty high for most people's liking, but I just think he's going to go. He's going to go a lot higher than everybody thinks, and I think he's going to go there. So. And then just kind of addressing the last part of this is the Falcons, of course. I mean, Garrett Wilson, um, I know there's a lot of great receivers in this draft. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of what worries me. I, I kind of want them to dodge that route, this first pick. Just, you know, yeah. just your defense, kind of you'll find another – you'll have a better chance of finding a better receiver late in the rounds than you do um, other needs um, in the defense. So, um, I, for me, I won't tell you who I'm picking so far for the Falcons, but I will say uh, my preferred choice would be a defender. Um, unless some of these receivers oh, yeah, my... kind of pop me out, like you mentioned, I know you wanted a you want a saucy to go saucy yeah. to go to the Falcons, which would be nice. But obviously, with the addition of Hayward, kind of changed it, and I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it's not a bad pick, Wilson. So um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Falcons to me, they they can do no wrong. As obviously, they have to hit hit on the player. But I'm saying if they can get one of these top dudes, I mean. It, it, doesn't really matter which way you go. You still have a lot of holes to fill. So, um, I, I will. Say I know you. I feel like you're gonna have them taking Trayvon. I've 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 heard you hint at it a couple times. I think you're gonna have them take. You said you you think they're gonna get a Georgia Bulldog. I, I do right love there, so. Trayvon, man. I I do love yeah. him. I I like him a lot. So um, he's I gonna go to higher be- than. This is just my my board, but he's gonna go higher than I have. I already know. And this is why I and, wanted to kind of mention a little bit and obviously it's a mock draft we we can't make accurate predictions but this is where i think this is a position where if malik willis or or pickett is not chosen yet this is a great spot for teams to jump up and get their quarterback so don't be surprised Um, and i'll keep mentioning it throughout the entire draft process is the falcons could be a good position to trade down and maybe even get um you know uh like one of these other Georgia guys, like freaking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jordan Davis or, or somebody else, you know? So um, mm-hmm. don't be surprised if stuff like that happens. But I mean, as, obviously we can't predict trades right now. And like, yeah, it's a good pick. So. Yeah, this is no no trades in this mock. So, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously this is not my final mock. I promise you. I, I change it up like I don't even know how many times. Julian knows we do this every year. So mm-hmm. my shit goes all over the place. But let's go to number 11, the Commanders. I have them going Kyle Hamilton. Um, I feel like every year these secondary dudes fall for whatever reason. And Kyle Hamilton was a projected top five pick for a long time. But I feel like with all these edge guys and all these tackles on the board and obviously the QBs rising, I mean, somebody's going to fall. So I think it's going to be Hamilton. This is where I have your boy Trayvon Walker. Uh, Like I said, Atlanta makes too much sense as well, but I just feel like they're going to address offense to kind of build up for next year with Young and Stroud. So uh, Vikings, they, they need an edge guy. I know they got Zedarius, but I still feel like they're going to move Daniel Hunter at some point. So they're probably going to start fresh at that, that D-line, so I'd have them getting Walker. The Texans, obviously, they got this pick from the Browns. I have them going uh, Derek Stingley. I hope this doesn't happen, but I, I just think, you know, the way Lovey Smith is and the way he runs that defense, he's going to want like a peanut Tillman type. And I'm not saying they're the same player, but he wants a number one corner. They don't have that right now. And, you know, they obviously got the the O-line. They're going to want to build that defense as well. They can obviously go edge as well or receiver. Those three are in particular right here at 13 for them. 14, if this happens, this is going to be fucking disgusting, Julian. Fucking Ravens getting Jordan Davis. 
Georgia fucking a unit of a fucking human being on that D-line, basically replacing Calais Campbell. So, I mean, just imagine just getting a, a young, a younger Calais Campbell. They're about the same size. So that's fucking crazy. Uh, 15 Eagles, their first pick. I have them going wide receiver Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Um, three years in a row, they get a receiver. Doesn't look too good, but I mean, Jalen Rager and Devontae Smith are too small. They need a bona fide number one, and Traylon Burks is that dude, and he can run blocks. So I think this makes too much sense. Uh, the Eagles at 16 again. They made obviously they have a lot of trades, obviously with the Colts and the Bears. I have them going the other D lineman from Georgia, Devontae Wyatt. I really like him. I think he he could go earlier, just depending on the team. But I think he's going to go here. They're obviously trying to work with Fletcher Cox and like a one-year deal. They already did that. But I've been hearing they want to go younger at the D-line, and I think they're going to get Wyatt. Um, 17, the Chargers, they need a right tackle. They cut Balaga. I have them going Charles Cross, NC State. I think he's NC State. I might, I might be tripping. I think that's icky. But um, this fucking – Mississippi State, there you go. This fucking guy, he's a fucking unit as well. Obviously, they need a right tackle. He's playing most of his time on the right side, so I think that's a perfect fit. The Saints, having one Chris Olave, uh, I, I think, man, I, I honestly think he, he can go higher. Just the speed, the way he, he has good hands, I just think he's a good player. And The Saints, hey, Michael Thomas has one of the worst contracts in the NFL. I don't know if you know that, John. I'm pretty sure you do. That's one of the worst fucking cap. You want to talk about cap hits? Go look at Michael Thomas. Uh, Eagles again, 19. I have them going Devin Lloyd. They need a, a linebacker. Uh, linebacker out of Utah. He's Yeah, man. It just depends who you, what teams, you know, evaluate him. I feel like N'Kobe Dean is falling a little bit because of the size. Me personally, I like N'Kobe more. I would pick him right here. But I think Eagles and Devin Lloyd make too much sense. And then Steelers at 20, they don't get their QB, obviously, because they got picked way too high. I think they'll, they'll still get a QB. I think it's Sam Howell right here at 20. I'm not a fan of that pick, but I know these QBs are going to go a lot higher than, um, like always, every year. The QBs go higher than they're supposed to. But I think the Steelers know they can't go into the into the season with just Mitch Trubisky and uh, Mason Rudolph, so I think they'll get a QB right here if they can't trade up, obviously. So that's 11 through 20. Yeah, I mean, a uh, couple of highlights here. I mean, the big one, obviously, Jordan Davis to me is why I agree. I mean, the Ravens getting him would be huge. I He's a freak, dude. This Georgia defense, yeah. really entire defense, um, they are nasty, and they are all first-rounders. We're going to look back at this Georgia defense in a couple of years and talk yeah, about how historic. historic You're right. it was. So um, Jordan, yeah, Jordan Davis is going to be a nice pickup for the Ravens. Um, that, that'll be huge. Um, the one that I guess kind of, uh, like surprises me a little bit is, uh, the Steelers going quarterback. Like I, I think, uh, once, once Pickett and, and, and Malik are taken, I, I think they're, the Steelers are really just gonna, uh, go best player available or maybe address another need and kind of dodge, dodge the quarterback situation, especially when you have, um, like, like Sam Howell, like, I, I, to me, in my opinion, I, and you might agree or not, but it's Malik and Pickett, and I'm not saying they're elite quarterbacks, but I think there's a fine line between those two and the rest of the quarterback class um, if there's oh, yeah. any sort of separation. So I think if <clears throat> if those two are taking Howell, um, you know, Ritter, uh, you know, Matt Corral, I saw today he had his pro day. They, 
you know, all those guys are kind of in a very similar talent wise. And I think the Steelers can address that maybe even second round. So it's kind of, I'd be surprised that you got him going high with the Steelers here with that quarterback choice, but um, it, you know, it happens. I can see it. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I promise you, this is not going to be who I think they're picking in the end, but I just see them going quarterback. So with one way or another, whether they trade up to get Malik or not, they're going to go QB. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, they I, could go uh, best player available, but I, I think Mike Tomlin knows he needs a QB and uh, he might reach a little bit. But I don't agree with that. You know that. But I I just think that's the way it's going to go. But you never know. Yeah, and then the last – another – I forgot I was going to mention this to you. Another one, too. I'm, I'm very surprised you got Stingley after the tenth, uh, first 10 picks, too, as well. I, I know Sauce Garner's – He's a great corner, but I, I, to me, in my opinion, I like Derek Stingley. You know, he, 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 I think he's more of a, I think to me, he's like, he reminds me of a Jalen Ramsey kind of like, he's very Ooh. aggressive, very smart corner. Um, and I like sauce, but I, I think sauce hasn't played enough good competition in the conference he was in um, uh, playing for Cincy. So I, I think Stingley has more potential just because he's seen better competition um, in my opinion, but I mean, I could be wrong, but I, that's why I'm surprised you got Stingley going as a second corner taken in this draft. Well, Stingley's more because of his medicals. It's not because I don't like him any better yeah. than um, Sauce. It's just his medicals, and he hasn't been healthy since 2019. Mm-hmm. I, you know, hey, we know GMs, we know front offices. That plays a factor into where players get drafted, and I think he's going to fall not too far, but further than where we initially thought he was going, you know, around January or February, but yeah, his medicals to me they look they look a little shaky, like and I know GMs are looking at that and they're like, ah, oh, let's let's just pass on him and whatever. But yeah, he would be top five if he was fully healthy, no issues. Yeah, no question about it, he'd be over sauce. But yeah, um, and then uh, another thing, and it might shock people, I, I think Devin Lloyd as well. I'm just kind of looking at both like scanner reports. I, I, like Devin Lloyd has he covers more ground. Um, he's mm-hmm. I think obviously a little faster, so I, I think that's kind of the prototypical linebacker nowadays. So. Kobe's better though. Yeah, I, I, but I, I can definitely see why people would kind of go high on Devin Lloyd higher than than the Kobe. So, um, but yeah. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm gonna just make this guess here. It's gonna it, it might help Nakobe um, and and this, the team that picks him in, in your mock, which I'm assuming will be this team. But yeah, well we'll get to it right now. <laughs> no, I I don't have him here at 21. Ah. I, they, I feel like they might do it, but I, they can't pass up on this connection. And I think Mac Jones will play into factor of this pick. 21, Jamison Williams, Alabama receiver. Obviously, he tore his ACL in the championship game, I believe. It's not the game before that. But um, I know he's hurt, but I, I think – listen, but Bill Belichick knows he hasn't done anything with this fucking receiver class or group that they have. Corner, obviously they got Butler, but that's nothing to write home about right now. They need a receiver, a linebacker, or a corner. I have them going receiver, and Jameson Williams is that guy. I would have. It's either going to be him, the Kobe, or Andrew Booth from Clemson, but I have him right here. Um, let's see what else. Where are we at? Twenty-two Packers. I have them going Trevor Penning. They just let go of uh, Billy Turner. They need a right tackle. I'm gonna have them getting him right here. <clears throat> Uh, number 23, Cardinals, Kenyon Green. They need to help out Kyler Murray. He can't keep running for his yeah. life. He can't keep getting hurt. So I have them going probably the best interior lineman in this draft class, depending who you, who you talk to. Cowboys, I have them going Zion Johnson. 
Um, again, they need O-line. A lot of their guys are either retired, not with the team, or just they just very injury-prone. So they need a guy that can, you know, go all over the place, and I think Zion is going to go here. Bills, I've been going Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington. And, I mean, hey, they, they just need a they, – I feel like the AFC East is going to be like the AFC West, just getting defense, getting corners, because they got to keep up with all these receivers in that freaking division, now with Tyreek being there. Uh, Titans, this is where N'Kobe Dean goes. And if this is where he goes, I mean, Mike Vrabel, he knows how to use these type of dudes. And oh, yeah. I think this is a perfect fit. He was and one of those dudes. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's very – he might be undersized, but like you said, that Georgia defense was so elite, so nasty. N'Kobe Dean was a big part of that. And I don't understand why a lot of teams don't have him higher. Just because he's underside, I, that honestly doesn't really matter to me. If he can play defense and be all over the field, you have to get a player like that. And hey, this is where I have him falling. I have 27, the Bucks. I have him going Logan Hall, D line. They're going to lose in Dominican Sue. So I think they're going to go D line, go beef up that D line, go younger. They got uh, Joe Tryon Sharinka last year. I think that's how you say his last name, but uh, they're just going to beef up that D line. Packers, this is where they get the receiver, Jahan Dotson. Penn State. I mean, the Packers really need to go receiver. They can't keep fucking uh, fucking around with Rodgers. They just traded his number one guy. I think they'll finally get a receiver in the first round, which they should have been doing, but hey, that's neither here nor there. Um, 29, the Packers, I have them going. Kair Elam, cornerback from Florida. They need corners. That was oh, yeah. plain and Big simple. Time. They lost Chivarius Ward. And the AFC West, I just said, it's fucking disgusting. So they need to beef up those that secondary. Get and Kyer Elam, the, I feel like the Patriots might take them. They, they, she's just that type of dude, and you know, it's either gonna be him or Booth right here. So yeah, I have Elam going here. Thirty, I have the Chiefs getting Pickens from Georgia, receiver. They lost Tyreek. They got Juju, but they still need more help. Nicole's not the answer for your number two. So. And they lost Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle. So they really don't have receivers right now. So I feel like they're going to address that either first or second round. Bengals, I have them going defense. Uh, Quay Walker, again, another Georgia fucker. Fucking defense is crazy, bro. Just doing my homework on all this. Like, it's just nuts how many guys they have and going in this first round. And, uh, 20 or 20, 32. I have Andrew Booth right here. Um, you know, Lions can go any which way they want to go, but I think they need a stable mate for uh, what was his name, Jeff Okuda from Ohio State that they have. I know he has he's off to a shaky start in his young career, but they need a number two corner, and I feel like they'll just pair him up with Booth and you know get get the ball rolling there. So yeah, that's my my full mock right now. Yeah. Your thoughts? Um, with this one, I really oh excuse me, I'm about to sneeze. Um. I mean, no Booth. I mean, I thought Booth you would put a little higher. Um, surprised you didn't put him with the Chiefs um, at twenty nine. So I mean, that's just kind of a, a kind of a little shocker to me there. I had I have Elam at twenty nine and Booth at thirty two to the line. Yeah, uh, to me it would kind of flip flop. I I, I kind of like Booth yeah a lot either more. one, bro. Did, you know, uh, but I mean, just... yeah, just, I mean my, things might change soon. But yeah, that was just one. I mean, the Kobe <clears> makes <throat> a lot of sense if he goes to Tennessee. Um, I like that one. Um, I thought you, you you predicted correctly. I thought um, he, New England could be a, a fit 
but you know your New England Patriots more than I than I know them. So, um, you know, really wherever they go here, it's because you know how Belichick thinks. Um, so, I mean, that was just kind of surprising, but it's a great, great fit if he ends up in Tennessee. Uh, Vrabel loves um, his defense, and I, I think he yeah. could. I think Nakobe, this would be the perfect spot for him um, because he mm-hmm. would thrive. And as you mentioned, the Georgia defense, they were elite. They were historic. Um, and the Kobe really that defense in Tennessee right now is already still as elite as is. And I think he's just gonna capitalize off of what he the success he had in Athens, Georgia. So um, those two really um, the rest. I mean, it's kind of really just dictates on what happens the first twenty picks. Uh, Tampa Bay kind of going D line was a little surprising. I thought they would go safety, um, but I mean it it is what it is. Um, really, any anything can happen. And, and Green Bay too. Um, going receiver, um, that's also not a big shocker. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's just things like that, and and you know, I I have, um, I have the receiver from Penn State, um, going there. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you said so. That's I mean, uh, Jahan Johnson. But other than that, I mean, everything. Yeah, everything's pretty solid, man. I mean, there's there's a lot of, of reason as to why you would pick these teams to get those players. Um, overall, it's gonna change. I can guarantee you, only like. Five of these picks will be the same uh, up until the day before the draft date, but um, shit could still change. I mean, today, like you mentioned, today, Tyreek Hill, I mean, getting traded, you had to kind of mess up your 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 mock a little bit with the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see what happens with the tackles, bro, because I had um, Bernard Raymond going at uh, 29 to the Dolphins. Or, yeah, 29, so I, I don't know what's going to happen you know, from here on out, but uh, I'm, I'm interested. I feel like Cowboys could go tackle as well. They might get Raymond. They might get um, – I don't know how to say his name, LaFowle or whatever from Minnesota. I don't know, you know. These tackles are going to go all over the place from the, at the bottom. So, uh, And I, I just realized I already know I have to change it again because I, ha- I had Linderbaum out of the first round. So that, that's obviously not going to happen. Linderbaum's gonna be a top twenty-five, top twenty-six pick. So yeah, I mean, he could yeah. go to he can go to Minnesota too at twelve. Uh, with, with, yep. you know, with Bradbury being ass. Uh, but I mean, no, I mean with the Dolphins though, like they they addressed the the tackle knee with Armstead there. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know how this board is, you know, how it's gonna go for me right now, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, anything, any pick change. that's that stands out to you, to where you're like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, for me, it's just, it's just really kind of uh, going back to Trayvon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like that's, that's the, really the one, but uh, I mean, everything else is just very reasonable as mentioned. Um, anything could happen. Um, but yeah, the Trayvon one kind of just a little off, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, my shit will change, but Trayvon, he's probably going to go, he might go number two. Just depends on Detroit values, you know, this, how they value Malik Willis, but. And then and then, Walker, I mean, he's he's bumped up a lot since his uh, since the combine. So, oh yeah, the dude, the dude's the dude's a stud. But I like I, I trust any team, any player from that Georgia defense to excel mm-hmm. in the NFL. Uh, but the other one too is Jermaine Johnson, dude. Like, good lord, you have him, you have him <laughs> so high, dude. But I mean, it, it could happen. But like, I don't know. It's just damn that high, huh? Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, When's yours gonna be ready? What 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 timetable are we looking at? Hey man, I mean April first, I'm looking. Uh, maybe that weekend. <laughs> <It's fucking> um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I told I told Benner about this. I was like, yeah, JC's got his mock ready to go. He had it since the Super Bowl ended. 
he's like, God damn, man, this is like it's the off season. Like, I was like, hey, for him, it's draft season, dude. He's hyped about all this. He's like, I, he's like, I don't typically do my till April first. I was like, I got something in the works, but I don't, I don't have it all accurately, you know, out there and, and reason to behind what I picked. He's like, well, you tell JC, man. April first is when we'll have stuff going. I was like, all right, fair enough. So, yes, fucking. But I mean, no, I all mean, right. it's it's good though. I, I like your mock. It's coming out soon, mines. Um, it's just I'm very hesitant to put players in certain teams because we don't know what the fuck's happening in free agency and in the off season, yeah. like. I would have like yeah, you, it changes every day, and I and I and it annoys me because it changes everything about my my draft. Like, mm-hmm. like for instance, like today Tyreek leaving, oh, it affects you know they get the first rounder, so now it affects okay the Chiefs have to get a receiver now at this and one of those two picks. Okay, the Dolphins yeah. are done. We don't have to worry about them. But then I'm also thinking like okay, um, you know the the Dolphins got Tyreek Hill. Do any of the teams in the in the division need a corner now? Like, is that something I need to consider? And then. You know, it's just shit like that. Like, you brought up – I forgot what team, but you have one of the teams drafting a corner. I think it's the Chargers where, like, listen, like uh, – not the Chargers, uh, one of the other teams where you're like, there's going to be so many receivers. They need a cover. They need to address, uh, you know, another corner to protect them and, and, and guard all the re- the receivers in that division. So, it's just a lot of shit like that goes in my head when a big trade happens. And uh, you you mentioned it, and I agree, it's just been a wild off season that anything else can happen. You know, something else crazy can happen next week where – it just completely changes the entire uh, process of me picking these these, these uh, drafts. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, this shit, nowhere close to being finished. Uh, me and Julian do this shit every year. Oh, okay, I'm excited, though, little, dude. You're doing a competition. I don't hey, know if people know. Just trying to fill them in. But. I will tell you, though, I'm, I'm fucking hyped. Um, I've been hyped. Since, even last year, I was hyped. Um, just because the Falcons are top ten, and and but this year it's a little different to me because, um, I mean last year I had I had a high high hopes of of getting Fields, um, you know me I, I was bickering about it all year, last off season. Uh, but this year it's I'm approaching it a little differently where I'm excited of who we're gonna what we're doing. I trust Terry, uh, but we I we can go anywhere. We can trade down. Yep. Uh, we can get a, we could get Malik if we wanted to if he's there. Uh, we could get Kenny Pickett, um, or we could just get best player available, one of the Georgia guys as well. Maybe Derek Stanley too. I wouldn't mind it, even hitting three corners. But I will tell you this, and I'll leave it at this. I did see this tweet today, and I don't know if you ran into it. They asked Terry, our GM, uh, Fontenot, I think that's his last name, how do you pronounce it? Yeah. They, asked, they asked him about the 2023 20, uh, quarterback class. He kind of smiled and, and kind of looked at the reporter like, oh, you know, you know. So, uh um, something tells me, you know, the Falcons are not addressing a quarterback at all in this draft. Of course and, not. And I know they got Mariota and Arthur Smith has a lot of belief in the guy. Um, but that just tells me Terry might go best player um, in this mock and, and really just focus on that quarterback issue next season. So we'll see. We'll see. And what I will point out another thing too, I have him here in my notes from your mock. I do like, I don't I don't agree and I know you don't either about these teams selecting quarterbacks this high this year, but nope. I will not complain because that takes the Steelers like if the Steelers go ahead um and get a quarterback like you said, Tom Howell, um, that takes them out of the running for next year's quarterback selection. Um same thing with, with yeah. the Lions, same things with the Panthers. Well like if those three teams get get their quarterback this year, they have no choice but to kind of trust those guys for a couple of years and then that takes all three of those teams out of the running. 
uh, for one of the mm-hmm. top two quarterbacks next year. So I like it. I like it a lot. I'm hoping this is what happens in your mock. I hope it's true, 100 accurate, because I would love that, and you know, it'll be a couple less teams to worry about getting quarterback. All right. Well, I'm already starting my my second mock as you speak, so I'm ready to get the other one going. I know I'm excited for yours, and we have to do some NBA, bro. The fucking Celtics turned that shit around since the last time we talked. So. Huh. <laughs> yeah, man. I, don't I have to talk shit about them more because fucking they fucking turn that shit around quick. <laughs> a, lot, a lot has been happening, dude. I will tell you, I got yeah. some notes down that I've been uh, writing down, and playoffs are playoffs are in the corner too. So we definitely have yep. to do some sort of like playoff preview um, for basketball because that's 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 sick. Yep. All right. That's it. Anything else? Nah, man. No, nah, I mean, just want to give a shout out to some people um, out there in the office. They've been listening. Um, I know. One of, like one of my bosses um, says she listened. Uh, my guy Patty's been listening on the drive to work. So appreciate all the support from everybody. Um, and yeah, hey, shout out to y'all. Yep, shout out to I know some homies out here listening to us too, bro. So shout out to all y'all. It's too much to list, but hey, make sure to leave a five star rating. Follow our social medias and hey, bro, drop a comment down below. Go ahead and roast me. You might be you're a fucking idiot for having Jermaine Johnson that high. Go ahead, let me know. I love the feedback. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.